Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is Reverend Curtis coming to you in this new year. And we just like to thank God for allowing us to be here. And I pray that you had a very wonderful new year. And I just want to start off by saying that as I rose up on New Year's Day and I look back on the 365 days that the Lord has kept me. And I'm sure there's many out there that I'm talking to right now. Thank God for bringing them through. And I want to tell you and let you know one thing, that it is because of the Lord's mercy that we were not consumed in 2021. It says that his compassion, his love for us did not fail us and that it was new every morning. Just think about that. You lay down at night, but then when you rise up, God has given you new mercy. It says his compassion faileth not. And we ought to give God some praise this morning. I don't care where you at or what you're doing. You might be on your job. You might be in your car. You might be in the marketplace. But you ought to stop right now and lift your hands and lift your voice to a true and living God who has looked beyond your faults in 2021 and allowed you to come over into 2022. We don't want to take up too much time this morning, but we want to start you off this year right. And our word of encouragement on this day is living in Christ. Living in Christ. And our word comes from the 15th chapter of St. John. 15 and 1 says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. I'm going to stop right here. And we're going to look at this first verse. Jesus said, I am the true vine. And why Jesus said, I am the true vine, if you look in Isaiah 5, Israel identified themselves as being the true vine. But now Jesus is here. And Jesus allows us to know that he is the true vine. What does that mean? He is the true vine. That means that he is the standard. He is, in other words, he is the tree that is planted by the rivers of water that allows the nourishment to come through that he might grow. And Jesus is saying, I am that true vine. I am the one that provides the nourishment that you may grow. 
And that's what we want to do in 2022. We want to grow and we want to bear fruit. And so he said, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. And when we look at that husbandman, that means he's the gardener. He's the caretaker. He's the one that makes the tree or make the vine grow so that the vine can grow and produce branches. Jesus came that we might have the right to the tree of life to connect with us that we might bear fruit. But he said this too, that every man, every branch in me that don't bear fruit, he's going to take it away. In other words, he's going to cut the dead limb away from the source of nourishment if it doesn't bear any fruit. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it that it may bring forth more fruit. He's going to cut it back. He's going to tend to it. He's going to prune it so that it might grow and produce more fruit. A dead church can't produce fruit because it's not connected to the vine. Only when a church is connected to the true vine, it can bear fruit. And when it is purged, in other words, when it is fed the word of God, when that sin and that old nature is cut away from our lives, then we can bring more fruit. How do we bring forth that more fruit? Verse 3 says, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. Our ability to bring forth more fruit is through the word of God. Because the word of God is what cleanses us. It's what purges us. It's what gives us the ability to bear more fruit. And Jesus said, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, Jesus is the vine. We of the branches. And except we abide, the word abide means to live in, to dwell in, to live in Christ, to dwell in Christ, to become one with Christ. And he becomes one with you. I and I in you. Because apart from him, we cannot bear fruit. Apart from the vine, the branch cannot produce fruit. 
The branch cannot produce fruit by itself. Neither can we produce fruit without Christ living in us and we living in him. Because except it abide in the vine. No more can we except we abide in Christ. So we need to think about that this year. We need to look back as to where we were and what we were doing, but not producing any fruit. And when we produce fruit, it was not a bumper crop. And so this year, we want to produce a bumper crop. Then what does that mean? The word says we are clean through the word that Christ has spoken to us. That means that we got to be more in tune with the word of God. That means every opportunity that God has to speak for us, we need to be at Jesus' feet. Whether it's in worship service, home Bible study, private meditation, prayer, Sunday school, Bible study, wherever, whenever, and however that we can put ourselves in position to be cleaned by the word of God that is spoken to us, then and only then can we bear more fruit. And again, Jesus stresses it in verse 5. I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abided in me, that the word abided, not just abide, but abided in me. That means continuing. When you see that E-T-H on the end, that means it's continually, not off and on, straddling the fence, heart of cold. Jesus said, if you abide in me, if you continually abide in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. And he added, for without me, you can do nothing. That means apart from Christ, you can do nothing. You can't even bear fruit. I don't care how well you sing, how well you pray, how well you minister. Apart from Christ, you can't do nothing. In other words, it's not going to have no effect on anyone. It's not going to change anyone's life except 
you abide in Christ. Accept the power of God is working in you. That the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding you into all truth. Accept he abides in you and you abide in him. It is not a one-way street. He abides in you and you must abide in him because if you don't you are not going to be effective minister of the word of God and he talks about the man that's not effective if a man abide not in me He is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. In other words, if you want your flowers to grow, you want your tree to grow, then you're going to have to cut away the dead limbs or the dead branches because if you don't, it's going to stunt the growth and it's not going to allow the nourishment to flow throughout the thriving part of the tree. And that's the way it is in the body of Christ. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. A dead branch stunts the growth of the tree. A dead, non-Christian, Or those who don't want to follow the command of God hinders the growth of the body of Christ. And Christ says here in this sixth verse, then you got to cut it off because it has withered. It's not growing. Those people who have no desire to grow in Christ but yet want to hang on to the body and hinder it but the idea of keeping God's commandments has withered so it's time to gather them up and cast them into the fire, literally, and burn them. In other words, eliminate that which is hindering your growth. And then he said again, if you abide in me and my words my words, my words, if you abide in me, 
and my words abide in you 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 then you shall ask what you will 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 and it shall be done unto you and it shall be done for you and it shall be done for you now don't get this verse twisted and take it out of context now jesus said if you abide in me and my words abide in you you shall ask what ye will now listen to me this is where people some people take this verse out of context jesus is not talking about a house he's not talking about a car he's not talking about increasing your finances he's not talking about things matthew 6 and 33 says seek ye first the kingdom of god kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, you know, God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. Now, if you abide in Christ and his word is abiding in you, then that means the will of God is what you're asking to be done. Jesus said, I came to seek and to save that which was lost. That was his priority. People were his priority. Jesus came to seek and to save lost people. That was his will. That's what he teaches throughout the gospel. Matthew tells you, Jesus said, I know what you need. If he know what you need, and he already said, if you seek to seek God and his righteousness first, then all those things are going to be added. That, you don't have to worry about those things. They're going to be added. But if you're abiding in Christ, then you're concerned about what Christ is concerned about. You're concerned about his intent. And he's concerned about your intent. That's why he got you up every morning. That's why you weren't consumed overnight. Because God has given you a mandate and he's given you the ability to do his will. 
And he said, if you ask what you will, and it shall be done. But whatever you need for ministry, whatever you need to be able to reach lost souls, if you ask for it, if you need more workers in the vineyard, Christ said, I send them. If you need the ability to communicate with others, I give it to you. If you need the ability to lead and direct people or call them out of the world unto Christ, he said, if you ask for it, I'll give it to you. If your body is weak and you need more help, more strength to go forward, then I'll give it to you. All you got to do is. But in the last verse, he said, herein is my father glorified that ye may bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. This last verse sums up the whole passage of scripture. This first word herein establish the whole scripture. Herein implies the position that is unchangeable. It implies that God has fixed it this way, that you can't change it or rearrange it. There is no other way that you're going to bear fruit. And when you do it God's way, the way that he has established it to be, and that is to abide in his son and his son abide in you. To abide in his son and his son abides in you. To abide in Christ and his word abide in you. Herein established there is no other way that you can do it. Fifth verse, for without me, you can do nothing. God is not going to change his way of, of reaching out to the laws. So it's been established that way. And it says, when you do it, the way God said do it. Jesus said, my father is glorified. My father is glorified because he see in you his son. He see in you doing his will as he has established it to be done. And he said, when you do it my way, you will bear not just fruit, but you will bear much fruit. 
And when you bear much fruit, God says, so shall you be my disciples. So shall you be my followers. So shall you be the light that sits on a hill. <laughs> Good God Almighty. So shall you be my disciples. 2022. To bear much fruit for the body of Christ, for the anointed one, for the saints of God, for the believers in Christ, you will have to abide in Christ and his word abide in you. May God bless his word. May God bless his people. Let the spirit of the Lord fall fresh upon the body of Christ and the men and women and the disciples who will be bold enough to take God's word word forth in 2022 without compromise. My brothers and sisters, until the next time, this is Reverend Curtis. <laughs>